0: the enemy loves when you are trying to really reach other people with God's word and trying to tear at that person and, or their family or like whatever he can disrupt in the mix to bring them away from spreading that light and that, you know, God's word to other people.
1: You're listening to the NCMU Podcast, where we are dedicated to raising up and equipping the next generation of nerd culture missionaries and are proud members of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. In this episode, Mark and Bubba sit down with Sharani, known online as Mama Llama Face, in her live streams on Twitch and Kick. Join the conversation as they chat about how live streaming can be gospel work and how she balances that with a husband and children while remaining relevant and effective in the space.
2: Hello and welcome back to the NCMU podcast, where we are dedicated to raising up and equipping the next generation of nerd culture missionaries. My name is Mark, the pastor of Lux Digital Church from outside of Pittsburgh, and uh, I have some awesome people with me today. Bubba.
3: Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to start with the awesome. Well, <laughs> like I start with no, these. it's
2: the buildup of suspense. Like everyone's like, Got because it. Okay, you missed right. two episodes ago, I missed the last episode, and now they were like, oh, a guest is going to come on, and then your voice comes out of the weeds. Oh
3: yeah, I don't. I don't think so anybody believes them. that we actually are co-hosting this. I think we're just like oscillating, yes, yeah, back and forth.
2: Um, but yeah, it's me and Bubba. We're we're back in the digital yeah. studio again today, and we're joined by a really awesome and special guest, um, Mama Llama Face. Mama Llama Face, thanks for coming on and joining us today.
0: Thank you for having me. I appreciate the invite.
2: Yeah, well, uh, here at NCMU, we really like to try to jump in pretty quickly and just uh, dive into the conversation about what has brought people into streaming, um, who they are, why they're doing it. You know, why are you in the in the context of like trying to minister to, evangelize to, whatever people who are in the gaming space? Um, but before we do that, there will certainly be some people who maybe listen to the podcast that don't know you, so tell us a little about yourself let us get to, you know whatever you feel is is important let us get to know you a little bit
0: so just yeah, like put the book a little bit <laughs> just little facts about me before i go into the whole like creation journey that i have um i'm a mom of two boys i'm married um almost for seven years now um i'm a reborn again christian um just been a gamer kind of my whole life um and God led me into streaming as a way to connect with people through a basic avenue that we can relate on in order to have those deeper conversations about things like God and life
2: hmm. that's awesome. so you have two boys so it's, okay. you
3: yeah let's two let's boys. talk a little bit about that <laughs> yeah we've, we've got we've got kids, Peter Pan's <laughs> got kids over here, and so we want to know yeah. what your what your experience in that realm is. you' are seven years married and two yeah. kids mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I was a single mom for seven years. So my oldest, uh, my husband actually adopted and uh, that was a whole journey in itself. I was, you know, like I said, single mom for a long time. So I was working between three jobs that were all part-time going to school full-time. Thankfully, my parents supported me a lot through that journey and really encouraged me. That's awesome. Um, I faced a lot of problems during that time, trials and tribulations that God was preparing me in order for me to have this journey here today. And, um, I can see that now, but if you had asked me back then, <laughs> I would have thought that, you know, God was like against me. So, um, you know, I was very embittered and, you know, that was part of like my story coming back around again, cause I was raised Christian and, um, but my faith is so much stronger than it ever has been now because I went through those really hard times for like over 10 years, you know, um, through that journey of being a single mom and figuring all that stuff out too. Um, and just finding the value that God actually does have for our life.
2: Hmm. Wow. You know, I, I think that
3: So tell me about your kids. Oh, yeah. Like how how old are they? So my
0: oldest, he's fourteen and he's in high school okay. and he's getting his associate's degree while he is uh in high school. So it's his freshman bright year. Kid. Yeah. Right. He's bright, very smart. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> yeah. okay, a little so he's too than us. smart. Got yeah. right.
2: Barely got that in college. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs>
0: He's, he's very bright. Um, you know, it's, it's a blessing to have a child that is, you know, so aware, um, of the world. And I do have like the ability to have complex conversations with him over, you know, daily life stuff and what we're facing in today as challenges of this world. Um, so I do appreciate that. My youngest, he is kind of the opposite. He's five. Um, he does, he loves school. He just started kindergarten. Um, and he doesn't really have like an interest in like reading at this moment. So, um, like the learning of different things, you know, counting numbers, like we were trying to count numbers earlier and he's like, yeah. okay, that's enough. <laughs> you know,
3: mm. so, how far is he getting in his counting?
0: Uh, we counted to 40 and, oh, oh I got, I counted to 50 and then he was like, Kate, that's enough. Like, like he I'm cut down. me <laughs> off.
2: I don't want it. <laughs> we get
3: it,
0: mom. Yeah. We okay, got we don't to, have to 40. Brag. It's right. getting
2: repetitive. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally done with this.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you blame a lot of him though? Do that with yeah. He's the little gamer, so um, there's a different way to connect with him over that type of stuff. Like my oldest enjoys games too, but he's more like Minecraft, you know, creating types of stuff. Um, so they they are different in their own ways, which I do appreciate. Um, it's just learning the differences and figuring out how to speak to them individually. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Yeah. They're, they're both great kids. And then we have two dogs, um, both rescues. Um, one was like rehomed four times for her anxiety. And like, she's just had this amazing turnaround. Um, she used to not be able to like be left at home at all. She would like chew out the walls and like all sorts of stuff. So that's, uh, she couldn't go in cars. So. Like kids. Oh yeah. So mm. like, you know, yeah, just like kids. So, um, We actually have, like, another dog that we rescued. He was dumped on the dirt road down the road. So even though he's, like, a little bit crazy for her, you know, kind of helps bring her out of her shell a bit. So the kids do enjoy bonding with the dogs. And, um, yeah, so...
2: Well, if your kid's would like, a third dog, I have a dog that I hate,
0: <laughs> and I'm willing I'm to struggling leave it with in Texas. You.
2: I'm willing to get rid of it. Like, drop it anywhere. Like, anywhere you want me to drive. If there's a dirt road that I can drop my dog on, that you will then take Literally, my dog like, that's the recipe, Literally right? down, so down the, the road. Yeah. yeah. That would be great. Yeah, just let me know the dirt road. Just drop, like, a GPS pin, and I'll just put the dog there.
0: So the so the dog that we ended up my husband You're what we found, would call
3: a serial pet collector. Serial
0: pet yeah. collector, yeah. Yeah. It's actually so I I brought in the first one and um and then my husband went for a run and he found the other one dumped on the road and then like the dog followed him all the way home and then I just like look out the window as oh I was like gosh. working and he's just like holding the dog at the window and I was just like wow. <laughs> you know and I, I he was huge already and i took him to the vet and they're like he's only 4 months old and i i was just like oh my gosh like i knew he was a puppy well that's not what
3: you want to hear but
0: he's mm. part yeah. he's part great dane so mm. yeah he's he's really big Or
3: dinosaur part great dane yeah.
0: yeah basically he's part uh he's part mm. train i'd say with how he barrels through everything <laughs>
2: Yeah, you wouldn't Um, think that's the solution for a dog with anxiety, um, is a dog that doesn't know its own body weight. But evidently, it it works. If it works, it works, right? Yeah, she stopped
0: chewing at the walls. We can actually, like, go drop the kids off without having to take her with me, you know? So it's kind of something we've been praying for for a long time, I guess you could say, because we were just like, we can't go to the movies as a family. Like, we want to go do stuff. So it's like slowly something that's uh, happening, which is kind of nice in its own way.
3: Yeah. You just got to be a little bit more specific with your prayer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, hey, God, answer this prayer, but not with a 200-pound
0: animal. Mm-hmm. You know, that we, That's where I went wrong. <laughs>
2: yeah, that is a
3: yeah, curse. Yeah, we learn. That we learn, learn yeah. as we go. Yeah.
0: We do. I'll just I'll just have to pray about that a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we moved have out to be to... really
2: specific, really specific in your prayers. Yeah, it's yeah, true,
0: though. True. That's why everyone's like, don't pray for patience because then you're going to get tested a lot. But I'm like, you know. That's like That's a specific way.
2: prayer. That's just a dangerous prayer. It's, it's, dangerous scary. Yeah, 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 it's real right. scary. A lot of people early in the faith make very scary prayers. They just don't they don't understand how scary what they prayed is. Yeah.
0: They're bringing on on themselves in the process. Yep.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. Faith mm-hmm. and patience, those are two things that you just don't ever you should never pray for. Um, <laughs> yeah, people just because it's gonna happen. You you're got, gonna be taught about both of those at some point. You'll
0: be tested a lot, that's for sure. People Um, like
2: one year into their faith walk and they're like, I don't know why God is letting this happen to me. Like, what did you pray for? I prayed for faith. That is exactly actually why it's happening to you. Yeah, Yeah, You're going to learn today.
0: Yeah. we're going to be tested. Enemy loves that though. The enemy loves when you are trying to really reach other people with God's word and trying to tear at that person and, or their family or like whatever he can disrupt in the mix to bring them away from spreading that light and that, you know, God's word to other people. So I've definitely seen that through the process of doing this like ministry type work. And I think that's where, um, a lot of people don't realize that definitely does happen. And, um, I've known like in churches before pastors have, I'm not calling myself a pastor, that's for sure. But like, it's a ministry type job. So like we try to reach people, we try to, you know, show God's likeness. And so, I think whenever you're trying to reflect that in the world that the enemy wants to try to snuff that out and, um, whatever he can do in the process of, you know, trying to make that happen. Um, like for instance, we moved out here to Texas about four and a half years ago and all of our family, everybody in on mine and my husband's side is still back in, um, California and San Diego. And so, um, we were both born and raised there and we felt like God was leading us out here. And, um, we decided to come out here. Um, Yeah. yeah. Drive
3: up all of our property taxes. Thanks, mom, Malama. Appreciate you (laughs) bringing California.
0: Well, we weren't one of those rich people like, you know, that moved out here. We didn't have anything. That's
2: what they all say. (laughs) Nobody's buying it.
3: That
0: happened
2: to my state too, but it was everybody from New York came south for me. So,
0: yeah. (laughs) Like we tried to buy a house out there, um, you know, initially and the bank like literally laughed at us because they were just like, Oh, you know, we won't. We're not going to give you a loan. Like the most you qualify for is like a hundred thousand or something like that. And then they were like, "You're not going to find anything out there, out here for that." And it's true. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely it's a studio true. apartment. Yeah, <laughs> not even it's, that. Yeah,
3: if you're lucky, it's like a
0: shack. Um, it's California. It's the
3: opportunity to look at a studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't even know yeah. if that we're would be qualified.
0: To <laughs> <laughs> maybe to rent. You know, maybe you could rent somewhere. Yeah. Um, but well, I tell you
2: what. Tell us a little bit about. some of your ministry journey and then also one of the things we really like to tap into here on the show is like the discernment process for because you you i mean uniquely and you do this full time like this is and you and you work like crazy hours it's like mental (laughs) it's like not only weird hours but it's long hours yes so um you started on i think twitch you're streaming Mm -hmm. on kick you got the partnership or certification on kick now we'd love to hear about all that stuff but we also want to hear about like that those moments that god moved your heart towards this is not yeah. just like a a way to get your face out there and try to make some money but also as an opportunity to be a light in you know kind of a dark corner of the internet
0: so my intention and in, uh streaming in general was never to make money i you know was a stay-at-home mom and you know I've always been very driven for a majority of my life um to help people and initially like when I was younger I wanted to be a doctor you know I wanted to help animals too you know I had I always had um all this, right,
3: that checks out. this yeah, want sense, to
0: like though. help people and um you know I remember like going like thinking back through all of the stuff that I did go through it's definitely part of um, I think the, uh, discernment was many, many years ago, if that makes sense. So all the trials and stuff, I had to add that up in my head after time had passed to see how God was really like trying to use me in different ways and, um, how at the time it was really hard, but it opened up a lot of, um, kind of leaps of faith for me to go ahead and take. And I would say initially, I started with fashion design. Um, I was going to college for that. I was six months away from graduating. Um, I found out a lot of stuff was happening with my oldest son and not getting into specific details, but I decided, you know, to take psychology and um, I wanted to, you know, help him through that. And I wanted to understand, you know, other people and like how the brain works more. And, you know, through that, um, I was, I still was, you know, kind of jaded in my faith at the time. And so I was kind of like, still teetering through stuff. And, um, while I was learning, I, I did get my psychology degree, uh, my bachelor's and, um, in time I came back to my faith and I realized that a lot of it is, you know, when we experience things like anxiety and depression and sadness. And, um, there were many times, like, I, I mean, I've struggled with that a majority of my life and, um, I think that that's just something that the enemy tries to use in disguise to um, really just like have this name brand out there of like, oh, this is just a normal thing we all go through. And yeah, it might be. But I think that we also allow him to take those like little footsteps in our life without maybe consciously being aware of it. And so just trying to help people be a little bit more consciously aware before it gets to the I'm in a really desperate, serious type place right now, you know, um, because a lot of my testimony is, um, through all of that stuff. Um, I, you know, experienced, um, parts where I had like addiction. I had, um, you know, different things with, um, that anxiety and depression really getting me down where I just wanted to end it all. And, um, I always go back, it's a very deep type story. So, I'm sorry for that, but no, that's okay. Um, you know, I I tell people how it really was where I came back to my faith because I was gonna jump off a parking structure, and um, the enemy before then was I was at work, and he was you know he was trying to tell me to you know hang myself because no one was there, and um, I clearly remember those <laughs> things because they were really um, moving. And I remember getting to the place where I was going to go and talk with somebody, like that was provided through my work, and I parked there, and it was really high up. And I just remember like looking out and just being like, "Why even bother?" And um, as I was going towards the edge, I, you know, and like, uh, I just remember hearing like this really strong, powerful voice, and it really shook me, and it just said you're gonna go and put your back against the wall and you're gonna take the elevator down and you're gonna go and you're gonna talk to somebody and you're gonna get through this. Um, And you know, that's really what led me back to my faith. Mm -hmm. So um, after that, I got off all of these like antidepressants and like all this other stuff and um, found out that I didn't really need them to begin with and um, working with God on how to like relinquish all of that over to him, and give him that, like those weight of my problems that were um, from a lot of the abuse that I had suffered. Majority of my life um, mm-hmm. was super important for me, and actually dealing with the problem at the root. And so, in all of this, you know, I came to the decision of content creation, obviously years later, Naturally, because yeah. my my natural want is to help people realize. And that's my same slogan is that you have purpose and you're loved because we all tell ourselves that we're not. And God tells us that we are. And the reason we tell ourselves is that we're not is because we hear those whispers and those lies and we pave those pathways, if you will, of those negative thoughts without maybe even mentally really realizing it. And once we keep paving those ways, they just, you know, become more natural for us to think in that same process and allow the enemy to keep having a foothold in our life. And once we try to cut him off, you know, it, it is hard to essentially let, you know, as uh, I've listened to the sermon, like, don't let the enemy have a seat at your table, right? Um, by Louis Giglio. Yeah. Uh, he talks about, you know, letting that grass grow over that pathway of that negative, that negative thought. Like, you know, pave the new pathway of, of positivity. But that takes work, that takes effort, that takes time. And that's really, really hard for people. And I think with content creation, in this sense, I struggle with making videos, obviously, because I really enjoy engagement with people, just Mm -hmm. like natural engagement. Um, But it's somewhere people can come and they can feel safe and they can have a positive voice and hear God's word. And when you hear that um, multiple times per week, you know, then you're able to uh, try to block out some of those negative voices and start paving those pathways of positivity in God's word. Even if, You know, I have a lot of people from different walks of faith and some are not even Christians. Um, But, you know, they they enjoy the devotionals that we do or, you know, just the the likeness of the stream or people who, you know, haven't been in their faith before have came to their faith because of the stream. And it's really cool to like see how God works. Um, Sorry, just one second.
3: No, that's great. Uh, and I think that this is like a, a really good time to interject with just a, yeah. you know like a little bit of a question here. Yeah. And so you're you're using content creation in the way that that those of us that are in the space would hope that content creation would be that it's not just it's not just a stage, it's not just a limelight, mm-hmm. but it's it's a tool, it's a way to interact with people and to help not just not I say not just, but not to judge people, but to spur people on towards you know, better things. And even right. if people are not Christians, yes. right? Which we have a lot of people that come through our, our communities, um, whether through asynchronous platforms like Discord or through our live streams that just flat out are not Christian, right. but they can sit in the space and be encouraged mm-hmm. to seek more, um, whether they end up going and read their Bibles or not. It's between, you know, them and the Lord. But right. can you speak about some of the ways that you've been able to do that in your community yeah. um, and how that in turn helps you? Right. Yeah. Because the content creation is not just for other people. You're Mm -hmm. doing life together with people. You're streaming so much that you're you're spending so much time with these people who have a real genuine connection with you. So Mm -hmm. um, can you just speak a little bit to that? Like how how is that helping them? What's the fruit that you've seen? And also, how is that in turn helping you as you pave those new pathways for yourself?
0: So I'll kind of like backpedal just slightly, because um, <clears throat> I wanted to go over what you had addressed about you know just letting anyone of any kind of, um, thought like faith wise come in and feel like encouragement from our communities. And, um, you know, before when I first originally started out in this, I was you know family friendly. I'm not saying that I sit there and I say bad words, <laughs> but I was family friendly. Like <laughs> I didn't let people come in and like say certain things. You know, I, um. I remember turning away like people. And now in realizing, like I started like a year ago, not being family friendly, um, being able to just like play random matches with people because um, I think that's truly where you can like be a light in any kind of regard. Like somebody you get on that's like super toxic and you just kind of like, you know, try to not be the same exact way they are to you. I think that does speak a lot. And, um, just trying to live and just show like God's likeness. Um, I mean, obviously I'm human, I'm not perfect. Um, but just trying to reflect that in the best way possible where anybody is welcome. I'm not going to judge you coming in here. This is a safe space. And that's how I feel like every Christian community should be is come as you are. Um, we're not here to like uphold judgment. We're here to, just simply like reflect God's kindness and love and his light. And in the process of doing that, whether you have faith or you don't, maybe you will after like, you know, maybe a month or a few months or like a year, who knows? Like everyone's walk is different. And even if they don't at some point, at least they were still like introduced to all of that. And I think that's super important. Um, So I find like a lot of things that I've seen and that I want for like the Christian digital ministry is to have that just come as you are type mentality. Like, we're not here to judge you. We're just here to, um, you know, be that exact, like a safe space that you can come to and have enjoyment. And, you know, like I said, I have a lot of people that are not Christians actually that do join for the devotions and they get something out of it. And, um, I've had others who, you know, Had no faith at all, and they're slowly coming to like seeing their faith, or like you know questioning things. And they ask me questions, and I'm like, hey, I don't know everything, but like I've I, you know, I'm always willing to learn more. And you know I, um, am very open to having like conversations about all of it too. And so they feel like it's a safe environment, whereas I feel like you know when we go to and just my own personal experience from like traditional church is like if you go ask a question, you might be judged, you know? Um, And I think like just having that as it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to um, maybe not know where you stand and come here wondering, you know? Um, And so, sorry, part of the other question you had asked or part of the other part was how I receive um, from all of this too, right? Um, Yeah. I'd say what I receive from all of it is... Um, you know, it hasn't always been easy, that's for sure. Um, but part of what I receive from all of this is just knowing like maybe in some way I've positively impacted somebody's life by God using me. And that to me is super important. Um, because everything has been like, like I said, a leap of faith, like, you know, obviously purchasing a $4,000 PC, you know, like, and all like <laughs> and equipment starting up is, it's, it's not something I got into this for money. I, I just, you know, was like, this is something I want to do and something I feel led to do. And I'm going to go ahead and do it. And God's just kind of like, he's just blessed that the whole time in that regard. And, um, there've definitely been times where I've been like, you know, is this the right move? Like I am nervous, you know, I, I don't know if, um, for instance, moving over to a different platform entirely, like, I risked everything. I was brave. And I prayed about it for a long time. And, you know, there are still some people who have turned away from me because I went over there um, and maybe looked at it more as a platform rather than the streamer, trying to make a difference on the platform. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that some of the darkest places are the best places to stream because Mm -hmm. that's exactly what we're supposed to do. And um, I'm there for the right reasons, um, regardless of whatever you know, might be out there. Um, like I, I kinda talked with uh Dude Tacular and Freeman about that. I said, mm-hmm. you know, if there was a Christian platform, why would we, you know, want to maybe just stream to that only? Like we wouldn't. We would want to reach people and who are not of just the Christian mindset. Like that's the whole yeah. the whole goal in, in general is mm-hmm. to reach people who are not of just the same mindset. And that's why all of it is kind of led up like the not being family friendly. Like all of that stuff has just been building and God's just been developing as time goes. You know, there's
2: a, there's a whole other podcast there about (laughs) platforms um, and the people who are sitting on Twitch being like, how dare you go to kick? Don't you know it's full of debauchery is like the pot calling the kettle black. Why don't you just click on three recommended streams on Twitch and you tell me that that's the safe." You're telling me yeah. Twitch is a safe place, right? Oh, that's yeah. The, that's yeah. the place on the internet we want to send Content all the kids, right? through the roof. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, oh, so, yeah. you know, the the, the hypocrisy uh, mm-hmm. amongst the community of, well, you're just in a place that I'm unfamiliar with, so I'm going to tell you you're evil because of it. Right. Um, is, well, this uh, is
0: gambling. It's supported by gambling, so you're there for... Bad and because you're associated with it, or you're <laughs> sure. just here for the money because oh, yeah. it's a. They go out my five. Pokemon cards
2: after that. I mean, right? I've <laughs> heard everything,
0: so or like even this the chat stuff isn't as user friendly, and I'm just like, you know. But I I felt like I reached this point on Twitch where I had the same people just cycling through the same Christian mm-hmm. communities, and um, I just we don't felt, know anything about that. Uh, so, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: We know about that. Yeah.
0: I just felt like the outreach wasn't there. You know, I, mm. I wasn't having new interactions with people who were trying to find God. And, um, I prayed about that a lot, you know, before I even for months before I even transferred over, like I made my account in March over on kick. I didn't switch over till June at the end of June. And mm. so, um, I don't make any decisions hastily. Um, it just is something that I think, uh, you know, in general, um, God just uses you how he's going to use you. And all you can do is just support that in the best way possible. And if people are going to talk about it, then they're going to talk about it, but at least, you know, where you're <laughs> right with God. So yeah.
3: I, I and I mean, on, being real that, yeah. that 95, five, like that should be something that people who champion you mm-hmm. want, right? right? Like, Oh, Hey, instead of 50 percent right now you get 95 Mm percent that should make them feel better about their money and where it goes right you know
0: and i feel like that's better for my community too you know like they're not having to put out as much to support me how they want to bingo and so therefore it's kind of better all around you know yeah maybe the stuff on kick with their chat and like trying to figure out different things and it's still a developing platform like it hasn't been around for that long Um, I understand all of that and I'm being patient with all of it too. Um, Mm -hmm. but I, it is hard because I know like it is also a lot of, um, streamers streaming to like other, you know, possible like streamers or, you know, that type of thing. And so, um, but Hey, at least that's still something where you might be able to encourage somebody in their content, you know? Mm -hmm. So,
2: well, listen, to to be honest, I've been on kick. I've watched you and Susie streaming over there and, um, you know, I think the platform, by and large is great considering they don't have those Bezos bucks flowing through it. Um, and like a virtual (laughs) limitless budget. Um, and so, uh, you know, I'm not in the inner workings of, of, of Twitch. And of course our church exists primarily on that platform. Um, however, uh, you know, Hey, I I got an email
3: campus.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I got, I got an email from kick months and months ago and checked out their platform and, and, and dabbled around there. And so I think it's awesome that you're there and the concept of saying like, Hey, as like it, if we're church planting, right? We, like mm-hmm. we don't we don't get around and be like, you know what? The inner city's too dangerous. Yeah. It's too dark of a place. We shouldn't put churches there. It's too exactly. dangerous. <laughs> it's like no, we go there. We don't like we don't yeah. gather our missionaries together and be like, you know what? The ones who go to Paris, we applaud them. But yeah. the ones who go to uh, like India, no, we're we're Calcutta. No, no, you guys are in the wrong for going to a dangerous place right. full mm. of people who don't believe like you. You're a right. terrible missionary for and then We call them missionaries because of that like that's exactly that's the point like that's the whole point and so you come into the place like oh my gosh you're a great digital missionary and we love the content that you're doing and thank you for doing this and then you decide to go to the place where the people are that you're being sent to reach and mm-hmm. then people are like how how dare you yes exactly do what missionaries do you missionary <laughs> preposterous um it's awful of you. So, <laughs> yeah what, what,
1: a ter- what a terrible question well, and
3: it doesn't hurt at all <laughs> Mama Llama, that you are absolutely cracked out of your oh, mind that's very at Fortnite. Yes.
1: That's
0: very but, you know, cute. I, I
3: popped in the other night, Mark, and I was like, hey, don't mind me. Just doing a little bit of research here for a podcast. And just, I can't build for beans <laughs> in that game. And so, like, I made I made a solemn promise that when no build came, I was going to play all the time. I, ha- I just haven't. But it made me really excited because it was taking out the most difficult part of the game Wait, this- for obvious reasons. And I'm just watching you go, hey, watch this. Like you're talking to your partner, hey, watch this. I need my I need my shotgun back, watch this. And just murking people. Baffling. But it (laughs) it reminded me it reminded me why people watch streamers. Mm -hmm. Like I'm thinking, ain't nobody trying to watch Bubba play Fortnite. Like that's a waste (laughs) of time. But I'm serious, but like watching like you know, somebody who is skilled in the thing, it's the same basic concept as watching professional athletes in any other sport play a game when you could just go outside and toss the pigskin around. That makes sense. And so can you like speak a little bit about how how Fortnite became like a, yeah. a, a piece, like an integral piece of the ministry that you do online?
0: So um, I like the game in general just because it's not like gory, you know? Um, I think that is really... I mean, obviously, like, I would play something like Call of Duty, too. I've played Call of Duty. I don't really think it's, like, gory, but it is a little bit more. Um, and because I think there's, like, a whole community on there, too, that you could definitely reach. But um, on Fortnite in general, I think that how I got into it was um, my husband's brother had, when it Fortnite, like, first came out, we had just had our son. And because um, he's five, you know, and I've been playing the game for five years. And so... Um, when it first came out, I would watch my husband play it. And he only tried it like a couple of times in the very beginning. I think it was like season three and the game just looked like <laughs> so basic, you know, at the time. And, yeah. um, he was like, I don't know about that game. And I was like, I really liked watching you play it. Cause like I was taking care of the baby. And so, um, I would just like be taking care of him and like be watching him. And it was just something like entertaining for me. And, um, eventually when my, my husband, he went over to go like be in the Navy. Um, he, he's not right now. So I just, just, so you guys know, but he went to go do that. And, um, and, uh, he came back like after boot camp type thing, he had an Xbox for me and I was like, Oh, perfect. You know, that's, that's great. And so I made my username and I thought of it a while ago. I was like, mama, Llama face, you know, like Emperor's New Groove. I like that. Plus I got my mom. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. We like, we like Emperor's new Groove. Yeah.
3: No. That's the perfect, perfect reference for that. Yeah. Cause I thought it was Fortnite. If I'm being honest, no, yeah. it, it has
0: nothing to do with Fortnite, which is funny because I could see how it would be. Cause like llamas and I'm in the game, but like, mm-hmm. um, I, I created my name from the Emperor's New Groove movie and I started playing Fortnite and I was on controller and I was awful and I still love building and I would just, you know, scream like while I'm playing the game. Cause like, it's terrifying. Like you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so, um, I didn't get to play very much, but I, you know, once we moved out here and like got our own house and stuff, like my husband and I would play side by side together and, um, initially he was going to stream and he just didn't feel like led to do that or like the passion for that. And, um, after a while I was just like, you know, I, with everything I've done and like how I've always wanted to help people and stuff, like, I think that would be a really great thing for, for me to do. And, I uh, felt very led to do that. And so, um, Fortnite was just something I had initially been playing. And like I said, i from like my early, early clips. Like I was on PC, but on controller and um initially decided to switch over to Azeron, which is like a different keyboard and mouse. And um I taught oh, wow. myself while streaming how to play on that. So I was learning, I, I only learned it like a little over, I think it was like a year and a half ago at this point. Um mm. So yeah. But even though I've been playing the game for five years.
3: Real briefly, yeah. explain Azron to the uninitiated. Like me. Like this thing is wild.
0: <laughs> yes, it it looks like this. And this is my keyboard. And so these are all, each of these are my binds. And I've like created them all. Like you can you can map them out yourself. And so each click of this, like I put my hand in here. And then as I'm like, you know, playing. I have these different ones that do different things, and you don't look at it, and you're just, you know.
2: So for everybody who's listening to audio, this looks like something out of Edward Scissorhands. Just for the record, like she's showing yeah. us, you put your hand inside of another hand, like it's like yeah. something from like a, a robotic Wolverine yeah. claw like, or something. She's called the she side right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, wild. I've like yeah. seen, I've seen those things like on the internet, and I was yeah. like, that's not a thing. No one does that,
3: right?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I've obviously- the
2: pros,
3: my guy. I've
0: obviously, yeah. this thing has been used to death, but um, I just, this is what I taught myself on. I initially started on a classic, which had like a couple less, had seven less binds. Um, it doesn't have these two towers over here on the side, and it doesn't have this whole row back here of binds. And so, um, basically- I learned on the, the other one and then upgrading to this, I also had to teach myself this one. And so mm. that was a whole nother type of thing too. Do
3: you type with it? No. Like, Is that your daily driver? Oh, come no. on, mama, Lama, you got this, we believe in you.
0: <laughs> I don't know, I honestly, I don't know exactly like, cause like I said, the software that I have for it, like you can map out all the keys and assign what key it is to what like little, you know, that these, oh, sorry, these things are like, you flick them back mm-hmm. or like forward. And um, so they can have like A, B, like the whole alphabet or numbers, whatever you put to it. I just don't know exactly like the order. I just know like what that key does <laughs> in my game. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it, i love that
2: really impressive yeah really really impressive <laughs> thank you um you know i i i have a feeling that we'll be cycling back to a handful of folks over yeah. the next year um because i i actually have questions we're not going to get into it today but i have questions around um we've talked to a couple of people who were female in the space and i think that has probably some positives and negatives. Yes. Um, and I'm not a woman, so I don't know what it's like to be in this space that is growing to become more and more equal in terms of men and women who are gamers, who are on Twitch, that sort of thing. Um, but I think the experiences are vastly different um, yes. as a content creator. And I think that's a, a really good, longer conversation for another day. So we definitely sure. want to tap on that eventually. Um, but I also just with every person that we have on the show, we like to close by asking them, what is it that you wish you knew back when you started? Like if, there was, if there's one thing that Mama Llama face today could grab Mama Llama face of, I, I decided that I was led to streaming and I grabbed my controller and we set up a Twitch account and I started. What is the one thing you wish you knew then or you would go back and tell yourself when you started that you know today
0: so there's like a couple of things i thought of with that um part of it's like the sacrifices that i've had to make with my kids and being a mom and i think that's relevant with any job that you take on as a mother um but you know when i was streaming like i i just recently tried changing my schedule over today's and it's still been kind of hectic like i haven't mastered it yet and so um Cause been battling like my kids being sick and like all this other stuff too, along with it. And so, um, I still don't have anything like firm, but when I was doing overnights, like not being able to like tuck my kids in for bed or, you know, I, I needed to be getting ready and come in here. And then I would be up like the whole night and then like, you know, I take them to school in the morning and, you know, try to go about my stuff. Like it, it does have an effect and it does really wear on you like mentally Um, and just like knowing that that's okay and it's okay to be human. (laughs) Um, because I think that at times I would get on myself about that type of stuff and just be like, well, you, you could be a better mom. You, you should be, you know, doing this instead of this. And, um, so that was really kind of like an internal battle for a while. And, um, I also would say, with things is like, you're gonna have anybody come into your chat and try to get a rise out of you, right? And yeah. I had, I, I think that kind of does tie in to what Mark said mm. about being a woman creator though. And um, I think like women are very much more targeted in this kind of industry than a man might be um, in the sense of like, who. I'm not saying that they're not at all, but like I, on a daily basis have people come into my streams and um, you know, tell me like awful things, like either if it's yeah. like super raunchy or if it's like on the end of um just like completely harassing me, you know, just letting myself know that their words are just words and it doesn't define me who I actually am and how God sees me. So uh it doesn't actually have any weight. And now like when somebody comes in and does that, I just laugh at them. So- um <laughs> I just like, if they just keep at it, I'm just like, it's, you know, I I will be a light here and I'll be a light to you. But at the same time, like, I don't think that necessarily negates, like you have to, I guess, be like, not, I guess a pushover, I guess it would be the word for it. So still like having that face and knowing like, Hey, I do have ground here and this is my community and this is my home. This is like what I let in also that can affect my community. And so like being aware of that is super important.
3: Yeah. And I think that some of that, some of the insecurity that was, is developed over time, mm-hmm. right. With, you know, we call trolls coming in yeah. and people saying things and we bring our own baggage into the spaces where we are. And so a long day, plus somebody who really has no say or sway in your life now is taking it you know, over over the edge. right? Um, I actually heard it a little bit even in this podcast at the very beginning where you kind of hedged a little bit and you're like, I'm not saying that I'm a pastor, you know? Yeah. I think that there are probably people in your community that would argue against that. I would almost guarantee that there are some people are like, yeah, I mean, like Mama Llama face, that's, that's my pastor. That's where I go for the bulk of my spiritual development and formation. And so I would just encourage you in that moment. I mean, this, this is why... You, we have you on this podcast because we think you. that you're an amazing voice in the space, That's um, and that you're an amazing person, and that you're doing a lot of great work. And we want to help platform that as best as we can. Thank you. Even to the point of, you know, we're inviting you into NCMs. Yeah, they come it's be a huge part honor. of this this thing that we're making and, and creating on the fly, building this airplane in the sky. Um, and you're going to be on a panel yeah. of you know Christian content creators.
0: I'm really looking forward to God it. God even
3: knows what. Yeah, it's going to be wild. But I mean, I think a lot of this stuff is going to be be fleshed out a little bit more and you're going to have time to talk with, you know, some peers that maybe probably almost definitely you've never met in in real life and you know kind of be able to go through some of that stuff. Right. And so, first of all, thank you for for being a part of that um at all. Like you you answered random emails and Discord messages from strangers on the internet um she's usually so, not safe thank you <laughs> she's usually just not, not yeah. and you know that i do and you know that <laughs> but i love that and we're going to be able to have you and your husband come out and be a part of that and we're my husband won't be able to make mind. it
0: so it'll just be oh, me no. i know it'll just be me because he's going to be and he's you know great support in that he's going to be with the kids and working so um okay. He's taking over that whole. The Navy rests for no man. I got (laughs) you. He's taking over that whole side (laughs) of you know, like I take the kids typically and like pick them up and like do all that type of stuff. So he's he's doing all that and that that I would normally be doing, Mm -hmm. and just to make it so that way I can be there, and uh, because he does know how much it means to me, and honestly, like I've I definitely have seen it a lot lately. And like the Christian creator is like streams in general, like people just reaching out over um, like Twitter and stuff. Like I've definitely had stuff like just trying to attack lately. And I think that it's good to have this time and it's definitely needed this upcoming uh, trip in November to just kind of have that like fellowship and ministry over each other because I see how the enemy is really threatened by everything we're all trying to do in this space and trying to, you know, get us to- Stop doing that.
3: So uh, as as well, the enemy should be because yeah. we're doing we're making some pretty big waves. We're moving in some pretty big spaces. And so if anybody listening or watching this wants to come and be a part of that, go to ncmsummit.com, November the 8th, 9th and 10th in Marvel Falls, Texas. So if you're listening to it afterwards, you can't come and be a part of it. But the good news is we're going to have all of the breakouts and the keynotes um, and some extra content up online for you. Just go to ncmsummit.com get registered. And after the fact, we'll have all that information for you as well. Mm. Uh, Hey, Mama Llama, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Um, Where can people find you online? We talk about you being on there. Yeah. Where the heck is that?
0: (laughs) And thank you so much for having me, by the way. It's seriously an honor to chat with both of you guys and uh, just spend this time chatting about like all of this and inviting me here. It does mean a lot to me. Um, I'm also doing both. You know Twitch and Kick, and um, I'm pretty active in my own Discord or on Twitter. Um, I tried to be at least plug
2: it,
3: plug <laughs> so all of it. So all of We're-
0: all of me is just Mama Llama face on everything. So two M two Ls with a face.
2: <laughs> two m two l's with a face <laughs> love it love it well i want to i want to
3: thank
0: I you was, i
2: um,
3: was thinking to myself how am i going to remember that but then you've got it all figured out yeah
2: absolutely yeah <laughs> thank you well mama <laughs> Llama, i want to thank you as well for coming on um and i'll i've said this before i'll say it again i'm sure several times throughout ncms and stuff um, i mean you're an excellent streamer and fortnite player and creator all of those things are true and accurate but i've talked to a great number of people now in this space to hear their stories and they're behind the scenes and there's few people who I have spoken to that have behind the scenes the level of conviction for what they're doing um without mixed motives and I'm not mm-hmm. saying we've talked to a lot of people that have mixed motives I'm just saying like yeah. with with my con- all of my conversations with you has been such that it was like Nope, like she's here and she is doing this because this is what she feels like God has asked her to come and do. And there, there was like, there's almost never this point where, for so many of us that we've gone through the dilemma of, is this really what God wants me to do? Am I supposed to be doing this? Yeah. Um, you've always been, seem to be at least very, very convinced. And that's been very inspiring. So thank you. Thank you for being on here. If you guys are listening in, please come hang out with us at NCMS and go check out what Mama Lama is doing online, hang out in some of her streams. Um, if you end up listening to this and you are a pastor or something, and you're like curious about why can't I get engagement at my church? Um, why do people like feel connected online um, to people that they don't know in person? Are those relationships real? Mama Llama's community is a great one to go and hang out in um, because you get to see that happen in real time. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super passionate about that and, love what you're doing. So I appreciate um, that a lot.
0: I think like, I don't have any convictions with that be, like in, you know, how others might struggle in that sense, because I so heavily tie it to everything that I went through that was like so deeply rooted and so hard for me over so many years. And just knowing like, this is exactly what I was meant to do is try to help people. So I don't, I don't have any question about that. <laughs> I just hope it does. That's all it is. I'm just like, am I doing it? Is this happening? Like, that's more of where my questions lie. Like, is what I'm doing actually helping people? And I always, you know, will question myself at times. And um, then I I hear from the community, different things and that it it does help them. So thank you.
2: Amen. Amen. Love that. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode, right, Bubba? We're we're done we're I think that's it Landing. Yeah, I think we did it the plane flying uh, we didn't plane. do it Mama Llama Face did it
3: we <laughs> yeah. just you sat here it. Yeah. Yeah. we made it thank we you for putting
0: it. everything together it's <laughs> very wonderful to be here with both of you I definitely look forward to meeting you guys here soon too
2: yeah awesome well that's yeah, gonna do that's it gonna for this great. episode of the NCMU podcast thank you guys for tuning in and listening and as always be sure to come back for next episode
1: listening to the NCMU podcast with hosts Mark Lutz of Lux Digital Church and Bubba Stallcup of Love Thy Nerd. NCMU is a member of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network and available on all major podcasting platforms. The NCMU podcast is part of a greater movement called the Nerd Culture Ministry Collective. You can get more information about this show, our guests, and how you can join our Nerd Culture Ministry Collective Discord server by visiting ncmcollective.com.